Hello and welcome to College Thoughts on Women in the Media. My name is Logan Schreiber. I am a writing and publication major at Olivet College and I am here with Maya Kerber. I'm a freshman at Olivet College and I'm a criminal justice major. Brooke Pierman. I'm a psychology major and I'm a sophomore at Olivet College. I'm Morgan Good. I'm a chemistry and criminal justice major and I'm a freshman at Olivet College. So today we are going to be talking about women in the media and kind of our experiences with it and how we think it affected us growing up, how we've seen it affect other women in our lifetime, or how we think it's changing today. So I'm going to kind of start off with growing up, how did you guys kind of interpret women in the media? Like, whether it was in movies or like in magazines and social media on YouTube, whatever. I think like I always just like looked up to people and like kind of thought like wow it would be cool to be them like I wonder what their life was like but then as I got older it kind of like shifted to I'm not as pretty I'm not as like popular and I think it's just like a really damaging but also good yeah, as a kid, I actually was never allowed to watch, like, the Disney princess movies or anything like that. But when it comes to, like, the advertise- advertisements you see in the magazines and social media, that always had an effect on me and how you had to look a certain way in order to fit in with society. But growing up as a child, I was never allowed to watch those Disney princess movies, and now I understand more why. Do you mind sharing like why you weren't allowed to watch those movies? Yeah, uh, my mom always just told me that she didn't want me to turn out like them and I really never understood that. Like she never really gave me details and explained to me why I shouldn't really look up to that but I was just always told she doesn't want me to think like that and end up how they 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 are. That's really interesting. I feel like that's like the complete opposite from how most children are raised yeah. in the United States. Because mm-hmm. like I feel like everybody grew up with princesses. Like right. that's just the norm. Yeah. But I I feel like <clears throat> Disney princesses really did set kind of a standard that we as children felt like we needed to reach one day. Like this super skinny, like beautiful, being like sought out by men kind of standard, and now growing up and seeing social media it's still kind of the same way like we were all just kind of trained to think that way right Mm -hmm. good for your mom (laughs) (laughs) i feel like for me growing up like i watched like the disney movies and stuff like that but i never really thought about it that much until i got like middle school like eighth grade-ish but up until then like it didn't phase me it didn't i didn't even think about like the details behind everything until my friend Violet, she wasn't allowed to watch like SpongeBob. She wasn't allowed mm-hmm. to watch all these things. I'm like, why? And then her parents just have the same reasoning. Right. Yeah. And it just, there's such a difference between some families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting to like look at people and how they've developed it within themselves mm-hmm. when they have been closed off to that kind of media at a young age, you know? Right. Cause like, 
usually people that didn't have social media, didn't have that kind of exposure to those damaging movies when they were younger are more confident within themselves Mm -hmm. and they kind of express themselves differently rather than someone that grew up on like watching YouTube or watching Disney movies, watching those cartoons, whatever. They kind of had those unrealistic beauty standards. They're a little bit more like reserved, self-conscious, always trying to reach a beauty standard that is unattainable. Mm-hmm. We've kind of already talked about it, but what do you think that the like most negative effects are on like teenagers now being on social media? I think the biggest thing is them comparing themselves to those girls and those characters and there is like a beauty trend that happens not only with like clothing like that's a trend but also like body types and makeup there's always a different trend and a different standard that you have to reach and us girls are always comparing ourselves to yeah have you guys noticed the kind of shift recently in the beauty like in the body standard Mm -hmm. because Oh, I mean, in around like 2014, it was the super skinny, like frail girl, and it kind of transformed into like 2018, where it was like this curvy figure with like just really filled out, and now it's kind of reverting back into that super thin and like. And I feel like you there's definitely some influencers that are trying to stop that from happening because there's a lot of influencers who post like their workouts and stuff like that. And then they'll post pictures they posted on Instagram versus, like, the reality. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, not everything is always as it seems. So yeah. I feel like some people are trying to, like, go away from that. But then there are also some that just don't see that side of it. Mm-hmm. There's more transparency now, I feel like, too. But there are also a lot of, like, like, for me, I feel like the most negative effect is just, like, your self-esteem. And, like, you're insecure all the time every time you open social media. Like, for me, like, taking a break from Instagram is helpful. And, like, just not constantly scrolling through my feed. It makes me feel better. And, like, you just have to, like, remind yourself and other people what you want. Mm-hmm. I think TikTok kind of creates those standards more than any other social media right. site right now. Because on TikTok, like, you don't, I mean, you can follow people, but your For You page is, like, curated to whatever you interact with, right. and it also feeds a lot of those videos that are, like, girls living these unrealistic lives where they, you know, wake up and they have these perfect routines in the morning, and then they spend all day at the beach spending a bunch of money shopping, whatever, and it's, like, it feels like on TikTok you can't stop yourself from seeing that because on the 40 page it's just constantly resurfacing specifically there was a video about like this girl like getting herself back together after like a night out or like a weekend or something and it was like this extreme like no one would ever do that like realistically (laughs) and then someone duetted it and was like an actual realistic thing like don't make her video seem like you have to do that to be able to make yeah. yourself better like mm-hmm. some of those videos are unrealistic and some people can achieve that but it's not achievable for everyone right yeah yeah i feel like people in the spotlight of media just they have a lot more as well they're making money off of just kind of posting 
and as people that aren't in the media like that, that aren't making money off of just kind of existing and posting and putting out content and stuff, like you have to go to work every day and you have you have a little bit more responsibility, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Not saying that, you know, like social media content creators, they, they don't have any responsibility, but I feel like in the working class, like getting up and going to school and then having to go to work right afterwards, it's a little bit more demanding of you to be on all the time and not being able to just have those days where you just go out and spend a bunch of money and then but I have a pretty pretty good one that I don't think is talked or known about very much um but it's anime and I watch anime and I'm pretty new to watching anime because my boyfriend's got me into it literally same (laughs) (laughs) and it the Japanese culture is such a different culture, but here in America, some of the things that is shown on these, this anime is just bizarre. I mean, the girls have these little waist with giant, you know, <laughs> unrealistic boobs, and the men in the shows, there's always a pervert. There's always somebody saying something sexual about another girl and mm-hmm. anime is just have you oh. ever seen seven deadly sins stopped watching it because I, of yeah, the main character i stopped watching it because of him he like his main love interest he's like obsessed with her body mm-hmm. and like gets really gross about it and it's just really difficult to watch and because... she's like 14 years old yeah yeah just sexualizing her in ways that she shouldn't be yeah. it's just that was hard that was difficult for me to watch yes it's terrible <laughs> i feel like that's the way it is with a lot of movies and shows now it's like everything is sexualized mm-hmm. and it's sexualized around women specifically yes like even with like how like lgbtq and everything all that is today it's still just women being sexualized in the yeah. media it, it always is. Mm-hmm. It's the male gaze. Mm-hmm. Everything's for the male's interest. A lot of people don't realize it either. Like, they're just watching the show and have, like, no awareness mm-hmm. towards. <clears throat> I guess it takes someone who's, like, educated about it. Yeah. I also think, even, like, growing up and stuff, you know, when you would see magazine covers? And they would just have these women that are like in super tiny clothing that's like soaking wet or something like that. And it's like not a magazine that should be that right. sexual. It's right. like that's just the norm is to just have women be revealing and be like this kind of image made for men. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just. I also like have been wondering how we can change that just as like us here at like at college like we don't have this kind of massive societal pull but Mm. how do you guys think that like what do you think we we can do on a daily like i just said like i feel like you have to be educated about like you have to like take classes like one of those magazine covers like it makes you realize that or it makes you like notice things that you wouldn't notice because there's a lot of stuff that like i take in and then I'm like wait we learned about this and then it makes me 
feel this way. Like you have to have like more awareness and stuff like this. And so like I said, like taking classes and doing your research. Yeah, I definitely agree with Maya because it's such a big thing now that you it's gonna be so hard to change it as a whole society to where you just you have to know it yourself and you have to be able to, you know, get it through your own head. I think the big influencers if they start changing a little bit on what they portray, that would help. But there is still gonna be that other side. Yeah. And I think that, you know, obviously because the, the population is split down the middle between mm-hmm. those people that are experiencing these things and people that are not, having only one half of the world try to make this shift will be difficult because there's still a whole other half of this population that has not experienced the same things that we experience on the daily. Like. Mm-hmm. As women in America, we are being sexualized constantly, mm-hmm. no matter if we realize it or not. Even if it's not someone directly coming out and saying something to us, it's still happening. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really gross. Is like you just can't get away from it. I feel like. Yeah. Like even going off of that, like completely aside from the media, like sex trafficking, that is completely sexualizing people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's definitely not talked about enough. But I feel like. Obviously, women are more, like, conscious, like, when they go out in public and when they are by, in places by themselves, but that's just because women are the, I feel like women are the only ones that think that it can happen to them Mm -hmm. until it happens to someone else, and then that kind of opens their eyes, and it's like, wow, stuff actually does go on that, like, I don't think could happen to me, but I should be paying attention to. I saw a really interesting TikTok the other day where it was like a woman making a joke about men, something about men. I don't, I don't, I can't even remember. But all the comments were a bunch of men in the comments saying like, "Oh, ha ha, this is so funny. Let me go out by myself at night, like to like rub it in her face or something." And I'm like, mm-hmm. like they like they know they know like people know this even if they're not experiencing it it's so widely known that like yeah men can go out at night and they can walk outside alone and they don't need to put their keys between their fingers it's kind of like a shank just Mm -hmm. in case someone comes up and tries to grab them like Mm -hmm. it's just so crazy to me that that's just the norm that women are scared to go outside at night unless they're in groups and even when they're in groups they're still a little bit nervous to be out there because and not even like just going out at night, like going to stores or getting yeah. gas at night or stopping at road stops. Like, we have to be conscious about all of that when mm-hmm. other people don't, simply yeah. because we're women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to work at a smoke shop where I worked alone. I worked individual shifts and I would work nights most of the time because I was going to classes and stuff in the morning. So I would work nights and we had pepper spray under the counter for all of the girls that worked there because they were we all we were all girls that worked individual shifts so we had pepper spray underneath the counter and we had a knife underneath as well just in case mm-hmm. is what everybody said and I would constantly get people that would come into the store and they would make comments about what I was wearing or comments about like 
facial piercings or even even like it would go to the extent of people coming inside and saying oh i knew you were here because i saw your car outside mm. how do you know that's my car that's creepy but anyways <laughs> <laughs> like we're constantly being watched is another thing mm -hmm. the regulars would come in and they would they would know what what to say to me and what not to say to me that would you know what i would react to and what i wouldn't react to because I'm in a place of, I'm in a position that's vulnerable to them because they're the customer and I am, I'm the retail person. Like I'm supposed right. to be kind to them. So they just feel like I can get away with saying anything. Right. That was a extremely difficult job for me to have because I was, I was belittled constantly by people. And that's why we kind of had to have those weapons because also we would get people that would come in and have like be drunk and they would see a, a woman that's working alone think well I can get away with whatever I want mm -hmm. I am surprised that they let girls especially clothes on their own but work alone but clothes alone that's something I definitely don't hear about much anymore yeah. I feel like there's always if you're working a job and there's a woman closing shift there's always a male always a male on shift so that does surprise me yeah, and that is just not how it was at my past job. My boss actually would only hire young women. Oh god. And mm -hmm. wouldn't wouldn't hire men. And when I went as I was in the assistant manager position right before I quit the job, I went to him and I said, I would like there to be a man at this store because people act differently. Unfortunately, yeah. people act differently Absolutely. when there is a man that works at the store, when they know that they cannot get away with certain things. Mm -hmm. And he just said, Well, it's just not in the funds right now. And I said, then I'm done. I feel extremely unsafe at the store. Mm -hmm. And if there's nothing that you can do about it, then I'm not going to put myself in that situation because it's unfair. Mm -hmm. But it was scary. It was definitely a scary place to work because when, when people, when people, when men, specifically men, older men is like, we're the only ones that did it. If they see a woman that looks vulnerable to them, they will attack. It does not matter what kind of situation you're in. Mm -hmm. We're at 20 minutes already. Jeez. Um, okay. We kind of already talked about like the social shift. Let's talk about this though, the clothing change. I feel like baggy clothes are becoming much more the trend right now you know it was always like super skinny jeans and super tiny tops and like all this stuff and now it's more we're shifting into a baggy or jean with a big t-shirt and you know kind of like a more masculine look on women even though we're making it feminine as we're wearing it whatever but still I think that is also helping draw away from women being sexualized constantly because baggier clothes are becoming normal, you know? Mom jeans. I feel like women who wear that like know what they're comfortable in and I think that's another important thing too is like knows like wear what you're comfortable wearing. Like even here at school, like I maybe dress like pooped like one out of the <laughs> like, like sweatpants and a sweatshirt, but like, I don't know where I'm going with this. 
but it's just like important to know like your boundaries, what you're comfortable wearing. Don't wear something because everybody else is wearing it. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. A big example was like in the media, Billie Eilish always wore like baggy clothes, like baggy pants, baggy shirts, whatever, like strictly to not be sexualized. And then there was one time she wore like a tank top with like shorts or something. And like people were going crazy about it. And she was like, this is the exact reason why I don't wear this kind of stuff all the time. Like, I don't care for it. It's not me. Like, I don't want to be talked about like that in that way. And then people were, like, giving her backlash for it. But that's literally the reason why she didn't want to wear that kind of stuff. It's because she got that response. And that's extremely sad that women feel like they need to cover themselves up constantly just to not be sexualized by other people. Because... It's sad. Um, so Halloween was recent. It was a little bit less than a month ago. I noticed a lot of talk around campus that was mostly coming from men, where there was a lot of like slut shaming happening. Men were talking about women's costumes, saying that they were too tiny or Halloween is just an excuse for women to go out and revealing clothes. And I just kind of want to hear you guys' opinions on that because I think it was disgusting to kind of hear that talk, you know? It definitely makes you feel like unsafe, like hearing that leading up to Halloween. Like, it kind of makes you like second guess like your safety and also makes you insecure like are people constantly going to be looking at me are like am I going to get like are people going to try to take advantage of me it's a really big like safety thing and it's sad because I feel like we have to constantly fear for our safety as women especially in college like where there's men like literally on the brawl all the time I feel like yeah yeah going off of that I feel like I, this Halloween wasn't, like, I don't want to say bad because, like, people can wear whatever they want, but I feel like it was definitely less toned down because people are, like, aware of that and they don't want it to happen to them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I don't want to say, like, it's bad for people to wear that kind of stuff, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like people were more self-aware of, like, what has been going on in the world and stuff like that before going out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is also sad to me. I think that we should be able to, you know, kind of circling back, I feel like we should be able to wear whatever we want. Mm-hmm. We are not dressing just for the male gaze. We're dressing to feel good about ourselves and we're dressing to feel confident in ourselves. And going out and then hearing people say like, wow, your costume is just really slutty. It's like that really hurts because I was feeling good about myself. I kind of picked out this costume. I curated it to what I wanted to wear for Halloween. And I feel like I look good. And and it's difficult to kind of get that judgment. It's just taking us back a couple of years here. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening. Um, that's all we have for today. We really hope you enjoyed it.